Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. How many articles do you read that says, change your life in three easy ways, or here's the five things you need to do to become the best version of yourself, or... Here's six shortcuts, oh, whatever, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, whatever you need to do to become the oh best Oh my gosh. You. Yes. You were bombarded by that because we're kind of put into like a placeholder of one size fits all. And if we're not meeting those three best things or the five must do's or right. the seven tips on how to be, I don't know, freaking awesome. Right. Right. And if you fail short of that, then what, what does that do on you? It's like, you're kind of measuring that you're using it as a measuring stick. Like, okay, well, I only did one of those things. I must not be enough. Or, right. oh my gosh, I did nine of those things. Like, is that too much? And so we create <laughs> this like self-doubt, right? And so we're, if we have something out there as like a standard of measuring as like a one-size-fits-all, then we're going to fall short because we're either too much or, or not enough. And so when we talk about like this one thing, the one thing, again, it keeps going back to just consistency. Like when you're just you and you show up and do you, that is the one thing. Every day you take a step further and closer to what you want to achieve. And you will change paths along the way because that's just growth. Right. That's great that you said that because I was just at the track the other day riding with a girlfriend of mine and we started talking about all these people that are on these different paths and looking for the things they do because so many people think that when they're 18 they need to know what it is they mm -hmm. need to know like I'm gonna go to college I'm gonna major in this this is what my life's gonna be like and she expressed to me how she was at a certain school where like when she was a senior everybody was telling her like you're not taking these Ivy League like prep classes and all these things because she didn't know what she wanted to do and can we agree when you're 18 years old that's normal you right. might not yes. know exactly oh yep. what it is you want to do and I said that's fine that she at least stayed her course and didn't waver because her friends were taking these courses but in that time where it's just like all these people telling you to do this do that be that no one takes the time to figure out exactly what they are what their purpose is what they're striving to achieve what they want to achieve yeah and that there's no one way in understanding like okay you need to be moving. So I told this girl my advice. The best advice I knew was with what she was doing was at least you're making the right decision and making movement. You're moving towards something. So whether that's right or wrong, whether that's the course for her life or not, she's moving. She's making a decision. She's taking action. So if that's incorrect and that's not where she wants to be in her life, she's making movement and her course can be corrected. Yeah. And, and you know what? Not everybody needs to know what they're doing. Yeah, you don't. And that's but totally you have to fine. make that movement because if you're not moving, yes, no, you can't correct to the correct course because you're not even in movement to begin with. Exactly. And, you know, if everybody says, oh, I, I know what I'm going to be. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And that's awesome. More power to you, right? But there are- Isn't that honestly, incredible when people know what they want to do at 18? Right. <laughs> but even you can apply this even into your later years. And it's like- if you're switching a job or something, you just know that you're miserable and unhappy at, you know, job A. And it's like, well, what's next? And you're just like, I don't know yet. But all I know is that it just sucks. This job is just. So what do you think those people are looking for when they're switching careers? They're looking for a sense of purpose. Like, they're, I think they're obviously, they're for, not being fulfilled at yeah. where they're at. I think ideally they're looking for a higher purpose. But in it's proving themselves to other people, they're looking for a higher salary. <laughs> Well, whether they're and trying to impress people, whether or, they are or not, and I just know from my own personal hopefully experience, hopefully it's an extra purpose. It, it would be, yeah. I mean, I just know from my my experience when I left corporate retail, 
I had already made it to the top of like where I was willing to go. Right. And then every day I absolutely hated it. Like it sucked the life out of me that I was just dreadful and miserable. Because but you felt like people were telling you what to do and that wasn't your authentic heat. So. I just knew that I was, I was following the norm of like what was expected. Get a job, make it to the top, promotion after promotion after promotion. And I got there and I got to the top and I was like, okay, what's next? I was just a goal setter. And I just yeah. felt that if I didn't have a purpose to achieve, there was no worth of me staying in a position where there was absolutely no fulfillment whatsoever. And so then I left that company and, and went on to doing what I'm kind of right. what I'm doing now as well as just being self-employed. And that was the most rewarding thing because now I was only accountable for however much I put in is what the efforts I'm going to get in return. Right. But back to like, you know, not having clarity on where you're going is sometimes it's okay. And I feel yeah. like that if you're not, you're comparing that to like, well, that person knows where they're going. So now I don't know. And I'm, and, you know, go down this like rabbit hole and you just feel like, like stuck and miserable. But to Aaron's point is that if you don't know where you're going, but yet you're just kind of taking the steps and you're still moving in some sort of direction, it's a lot better than being stuck. Because when you're stuck, your whole world just like, it, it, you feel like quicksand, everything is just coming down on you. Yeah. But at least if you're trying and you might be dabbling with this thing and, and trying on this position, or maybe you went back to school, maybe you started a craft or a hobby, whatever the point is, is that you're trying to tap in to find your own. Right. Because I feel like in doing that, it gives you that sense of hope. Right. And you're just also figuring out what doesn't work. Right. And then keeping what, what does or, and moving forward. It's kind of like going in a dressing room with a hundred different things. And it's like, okay, you don't know how they're going to look. They might look ugly on the rack, but you try Amen. it on. You're like, wow, this looks <laughs> awesome. You know, you don't know until you try until things you try, on. And then you can correct course. Yeah. Because I feel like this girl I was talking to was so set on like trying to figure everything out and then, and then take a step. Where it's like you can't, you have to be in motion. You have to be moving towards something. And if it's wrong, you'll correct course and that's fine. But if you're not taking any action or any movement, there's no correcting. There's no moving toward anything. So I feel like it's just a constant decision to keep moving. I don't know about you, Rachel, but I know me like, holy hell, have I changed direction oh, so yes. many times. But I'm so grateful that I've been in those spots where I was like, shit, I need to turn left. I, I just need to do those things because I was in motion and I was doing activity and I was making things happen and I was moving towards something where even though it wasn't the correct thing choice, that you were moving towards. Yes, yeah. I was taking action, moving towards something that I could at least realize that and I could correct course over time. But if you're at the starting line and you're standing still, there's nothing to do for you because you're just you're stuck. standing there. Right, you're stuck. Yeah. So I think, you know, to kind of go back to our, our one thing, it's just the one thing is that, you know, you got to keep doing you, keep moving, yeah. keep setting goals. And as you do that, like I said, you're going to outgoal yourself. And that just comes through the focus of what you want to do, what you want out of life, what you're trying to achieve. And it's not looking up at this mountain and saying, oh my gosh, I have so far to go. Right. And it's literally just one step in front of the other. The consistency compounded over time. So I always just say like consistency equals happiness equals progress. So as you compound this, you're going to seek that happiness because you're going to be fulfilled in a rewarding way exactly. that says, hey, you know what? I'm achieving my goals. And you just, overall, you just have this better right. sense of, of like awesomeness like you're you have this confidence around yeah, you because you have that sense of direction and where you are and who you are and whose you are and what you're trying to achieve and I think that too you notice whenever you hear like a a successful speaker a motivational speaker somebody that like has a goal that you're trying to achieve 
You ever notice that when you hear them speak, it's always like their worst moments that they talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, those are the moments when people learn the most and they grow the most and they discover the most about themselves. But people are afraid to feel that. People are afraid to like be in those dark, deep moments where they come face to face with shit. Here's who I am. Here's who I am right now and what I need to become in order to become that best version of myself. Like, I think those are like the proudest moments of successful people, but we shy away from them because we, it's uncomfortable and we never want to go through those. But that's where those moments of thriving and, and discovering who you are and what your strengths are and, and who you are meant to be and what you are meant to be in this world come to play. But we're afraid to face those because. Yeah, because it would be, it, it's reasons. almost, yeah. well, it's almost like the shame of failure because exactly. if you hadn't made it, then you're a failure. Right. And it's like, well, for me personally, if I'm not failing every single day, then I'm not learning something. Amen. I honestly, I'm kind of on the flip side. Like, I don't even know what like success tastes like because I'm constantly <laughs> failing every single day that even when I have successfully accomplished something, I'm just like, okay, what's next? What's right. next? And it's just something that I'm on the grind. Like, I just want to do better and be better in that sense of like becoming my best self. So if I were to hit my, my goals, I don't just sit there and relish it. And I'm like, okay, cool, guys. I made it to the top of the mountain and just kind of look down and say like, awesome, look how far I came. And it's like, okay, well, what? where's my next mountain? So when it comes to goals for you, I think a lot of people might have differing opinions on like what that looks like. So for me, so hitting a goal, there's something you strive for. There's this end goal, this big, large end goal, but we set these minor goals in between. So when you hit one of those minor goals, I think people have these differing opinions on how to celebrate that. Like whether it's like, oh yay, I made this goal. This is great. And I think you should. I think that you should celebrate it. You should be excited for where you are. You came a certain distance, but then there's that also like, shit, I still have such a far way to go to where I'm trying to get. I agree. And I feel like sometimes I'm the worst celebrator. And I think that's something that I'm becoming more aware of because I create these goals. I line them up, knock them down. And it's like, okay, so where's the wins in it? Like celebrating those wins because we win every single day, right? Because we're learning something. We've expanded. We've moved a step closer to something. Let's just say, for example, I just knew that I wanted to start this podcast. And like, so we started this and that's a huge takeoff because it went from a thought to an idea to actionable thing. Like here we are on this podcast. Right. Well, we should be celebrating these things. But to me, sometimes I have a hard time of understanding like, okay, wait, we've already done it. The action is already taken and it's in the works. Like, it's come to fruition. Let's celebrate. With my thinking, sometimes I'm just like, okay, cool, I did it. But now we need to do this. And so like I get cut off on the next things of like, how do we, you know, make it better? How do, what's our next step? Instead of kind of taking that moment to celebrate. And like I just said about relishing in the moment is like, we can relish in the moment for some time. But I think that if we just kind of hang out that place like of complacency, then like, okay, I'm at this mountaintop. I'm just going to chill. And it's like, what well, then you are now at the bottom of the next mountain. So we need to keep moving and set these new goals and have this new standard as to what our one thing is, is that it should just be growth. I don't know. For me, maybe it's growth. Yeah. So for you, what would you say like as far as gratitude? Because I feel like so many people are like, oh, I'm grateful for this, 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 and this. I feel like some people have that opinion where in the midst of gratitude, there's like, yes, I'm grateful for where I am, but I want more. Mm -hmm. So how do you have that balance of, I'm expecting more in my life. I want to go more in my life. I want to go further places in my life, but I'm also grateful for where I am now. Like finding that middle ground of of where you are. I think it also comes down to purpose and awareness is that for me, I mean, obviously I want more. I mean, who doesn't want more? 
because right. it's you don't just want that, it anymore. You're basically just dead. Right. And so I think that's just for me, it's just innate feeling of like, I want more through growth and expansion that I had a period in my time where I wasn't growing and thriving. I literally was just like dying inside. Like I hated everything. Ever. Like life just became really dull at that time. So and what were you doing at that time? Absolutely nothing. I was so stuck. So stuck. I didn't so even know bus- what to do, where to go, how to do going, but I had my no- business. Yeah. I had my business going, but there was no sense of fulfillment whatsoever. Every day I woke up and I was just like, okay, cool. I just gotta go through these motion checks, this box. And then right. maybe I can get to bed early. Like that was a highlight <laughs> of my day. Like there was nothing to, to, to look early. forward to. <laughs> yeah. But that never happened. Cause then I was just like, all right, we'll just do more. And that right. was like, all work related, but it was never, the trade-off wasn't about fulfillment. It was about how much money or success or something like that. And so that's, this was before, you know, I kind of found purpose and direction in my life and topic for another day. But when we talk about like gratitude, and it's just really about being grateful for the lessons that even got to where you're at. And if you have that track history of knowing that life is working for you, then you can have a stopping gratified endpoint per day to know that tomorrow is just going to be another day. And that not everything needs to be done here now instantaneously because when we're rushing everything, we forget to take in the moments of what we're really trying to do. Right. So as you say, I mean, this sounds totally cliche and totally dumb, but whatever. This whole conversation, I keep thinking like, Remember, like, the song, like, Miley Cyrus, The Climb? <laughs> oh, it, it does. You know, ironically, like, the if you strip down to the lyrics, it's yeah, actually really— Exactly. The, lyrically, it's a great message. Right. And that's what I keep thinking about now, where it's not, like, about—we set these goals of, like, where we want to go and what we want to do and what we want to be. I want to be A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever. But the glorification and the sense of purpose and the sense of fulfillment comes from— the struggle, Getting there, the climb. Yes. yes. That's why I said we live in this world where everything is here and now. And if we're not getting it here and now, we, if we have the sense of entitlement. Like, right. well, I deserve it. And it's like, wait, hold up. Why do you deserve it? For me, it's about being earned. Right. Because as you earn, you also have a respect that you you worked for it. Amen. I don't know. Maybe that's fulfilling to me as well. No, I think you're right because so many people— I don't know. I'm like old school. Like I want to learn from the people that are the like, the tested, true in time, been there, done that, whatever. Like those are my favorite, me personally, like my favorite kind of stories. The favorite like kind of people I want to hear from are the people that have went through the worst shit ever. Yeah. And have came out victorious because what that takes to be there, like that's what I'm inspired by because I think every single one of us can be there. They can be that person. We can strive for that. We can do that. I don't believe there's a person born that doesn't have it in them that can be that person. Mm -hmm. But who are we inspired by? Who are we around? Who are we allowing to affect our lives? Who's in our lives? Who are we humbling enough to let ourselves learn from these certain people to be affected by those people? And I think when you become that person and and you're around that and you're in, I live under this belief that there's people that are around those people every single freaking day, but your awareness isn't there that Sometimes people's yeah. awareness isn't there to realize to you're it. around that person yes. that can totally teach you because let's all be honest, like we're looking for like the Bill Gates, like the top, pe- we're looking for those people. Yeah, to we like, set them on these the pedestals, right? We put them on this yes. pedestal, but we haven't, we haven't even uncovered what all the, the struggles and the, the journey that it took to get there. That journey and not even understanding like Bill Gates, I'm not taking anything away because that's an incredible freaking story. Bill Gates is like, insane. Yeah. But how many people like just where we live right now, 
If you just were to take like a 10 mile radius of where we live, how many self-made millionaires there are where we are that have done what we need to do, taken the sacrifice they needed to sacrifice, the, the things that they needed to do, put forward what they needed to put forward, give back to the community, do the things that they needed to do to do what they've assumed to be a success, we'd be inspired. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> by just I, these random people that we don't even know. John Allen down the street. Do you know what I mean? Like those people. And everyone's exist. measure of success is completely different. Whether right. we're measuring it in a monetary value or uh in a sense of like giving and just being present and showing up. And I feel like everybody has that quest of like going back to the one size does not fit all. Right. Is that we're all trying to measure what we're kind of told and placed into this mold of what our culture and society expects us to be is that we have to hit all these check marks of things. Right. But how do you know that like just being humble and being a servant in your own home or yeah. your own community, that could be just as, as fulfilling and rewarding as somebody who has made it to the top. Yeah. And you never know. But I mean, to each their own. And that's the lesson is that, again, teach your own on that life journey. You're not going to fit that mold because there is no one size fits all. And there is no one thing. And what you're looking for could be totally different. Like, I remember being young and thinking like, thinking about the Bill Gates and thinking about the, I want this large lifestyle. I want these people that are making an incredible income, make, being able to donate to millions of people and like have this incredible impact on the world. And that's what I was striving for. But then I realized even where I live, just locally at my church, like there's this one woman who maybe we'll be lucky enough to have her on this podcast at some point, but she's someone that I totally strive to. She owns her own business. She totally built a business around her passion and she goes to my church and she's like sponsoring somebody that's coming into the church. That's like all these things that she's doing. And, and upon that, Whenever I meet anybody that talks about this woman, the number one word that comes to their mouth that I hear them say when they describe this woman is generosity. Mm -hmm. Yes, she's done very well financially. She has an amazing business, but she's so generous yeah. and she gives so much. And like, those are the kind of people where you're not going to read about her in Forbes magazine. You're not going to see her in these big broadcasts. You're not going to see her in these USA, like anything like that, because she's just average day to day here in Ohio doing well with a business that is so generous. You, you'll never hear her name, maybe, you know, hopefully you do, because I think she's an amazing person. But I'm just saying, like seeing somebody like her, like that's just such an inspiration to me yeah. that it's like you don't need to worry about who knows your name. If you're just doing the right thing over and over and over and over again and you're doing the right thing and you're doing good by people and you're doing what's right and what you feel is good in your heart and you're giving and you're generous. To me, that's something that's worthy of being than what, what the expectations exactly. of that were. Yeah. I would much rather be like her than anyone you hear about in these magazines. Yeah, and, that, and that's, I think, just goes back to the fulfillment. I mean, what sits on your heart? What rewards you at the end of the day? Right. And for me, I don't know, I just always feel that life is, is outside of yourself and life right. is about giving and doing and serving and helping others. And so I think when we're we're so self-centered and that's the, where I kind of like, you know, maybe these are just my thoughts and beliefs as well, but like society just kind of puts about like the entitlement about if you haven't reached this for you, you deserve this, you, right. you're worth it, you're the, and it's like, but why do we deserve right? it? Right. And so, you know, and we could talk right. about like the sense of self-worth on a different topic right, as well right, but right. like it's not so much a sense of entitlement and worthiness that oh just because you were here on earth means that you 
get it, that you deserve it, that you sh- you're entitled to it. And it's like, no, we as humans are not put here to line our bank accounts. That's not what we're here for. Right. Because when we leave this world, our bank accounts mean nothing. <laughs> right. Exactly. They mean nothing at all. So I don't know if you've ever read like Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Like I love Andrew Carnegie so much because I remember like when he was like dying, he like went around all the like the billionaires in America saying like, if you die and you go to the grave and you have billions in your bank account, what did you actually achieve? Right. And I think that's a big thing. What I guess like the one thing for me would be like what you can give back and what you can contribute to other. And there's no one thing that's going to make you successful. There's no one thing that's going to make you a big name in this world. And I think that you need to be okay with knowing who you are, whose you are, what your goal is, what you're trying to achieve in this world. And if you put everything that you have, like your God-given talents to being the best that you can and supporting the people that you can and giving back to the people that you can, you're doing it right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's just about becoming your best self and like knowing that you're living with and on purpose. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's just humbling yourself and just saying, you know what, every day I'm just going to do what I can. Exactly. Do what you can and do the best you can at it. Yeah. So if you're doing that and you're doing the best you can, you're doing the best you can with what you have, you don't need to be a multi-billionaire giving billions and billions of dollars to a cancer, whatever. If you're doing the best you can with what you are, if you're inspiring one person a day, I think that you're doing it the right way. You're taking what you have, the gifts you have, what you have given going for you, and you're giving that to other people. That's a success in itself. So with that, we will wrap up today and... We will look forward to getting back with you on our next episode. We'll check you later on the next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thank you so much.